I was doomed from the start, and I had my regrets. I was covered in dark, and I wore it like death. Still, I got a heart that pounds in this chest. In my closet for for days. But when your strength is gone and the lights go gray, I sing your favorite song. I'll be your hit parade. With every breath I've blown, I failed a million ways. And everything I own, I tore to pieces. When the darkness comes to conceal my wounds. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another super exciting episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is episode 20, and I'm joined here with my dude, Brandon. What's up, man? Yo, what's happening, man? Feels you, good to be back. You believe we're, we're on 20 already? 20? No, I can't believe that. Podcast has only been around for under three months, and we've had the opportunity to really meet and talk to some amazing artists, some new, some established some up and coming so um thank you to all the listeners who have been checking us out on a regular basis i'm really thrilled to introduce our next band uh for episode 20 so without further ado brandon i'm going to introduce to you the band from new york council we've got patrick andy and doug what's up guys hey how's it going Ah, uh, doing great, man. What's going on up in New York? Uh, cold. Yeah, <laughs> cold, cold weather. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty chilly down here in Pittsburgh, too. We've gotten some snow the last uh, week or so, and then some random warm days and rain that melted all the snow. So it's been a little bit of up and down, but, um, you know, it's that time of year, I guess, right? Yeah. All you can do is hope for a white Christmas, and after it goes away quickly. Yeah, seriously, yeah. After uh, after the holiday season, it is just so tough to deal with the cold and the snow because, you know, at least the holidays make it worth the while, right? But uh, yeah, yeah. January and February definitely get a little tough. So uh, thank you guys for joining us here on the podcast. We're looking forward to talking to you here for a little while. Uh, just to kind of kick things off, for those of us who may not know much about Council, Give us a lowdown on who you guys are and, and just some information on the band before we dive deeper. I, I didn't know there were people that didn't know about us. Right? <laughs> uh, hey, we're just playing it safe. We're, we're sure that everybody's on the same page. <laughs> uh, so this is Pat talking, but uh, so, so the quick overview, I guess, uh, twins, uh, myself and Doug, Doug's the drummer, Andy's a year younger, uh, three brothers from upstate New York, and um, – we were farmers before this, taught ourselves how to play, really thought that this was something that we wanted to pursue. And um, we were fortunate enough to move to the city a couple of years ago and really make a go of it. And, and things have progressively gotten better for us. And um, we've got the right ears listening to our music. So that's kind of where we stand right now as we release our debut EP. And, uh, you know, just chat with you guys. And Pat, what do you farm? Uh, fruit and vegetables. Yeah, it's all produce. No animals. Killer. I, I'm currently a vegetarian, so I'm all about that farming approach. Um, and, you know, as we were doing our research, getting to know more about you guys before we talked to you, we did kind of stumble upon some information that you guys were working on a farm. It, it's a family farm, right? It is, yeah. Our uh, uncles actually own it. It's like fourth generation, I believe, now. Our dad's on it. And, wow. Uh, fifth generation. Fifth generation. Fifth generation. Oh, sorry, Yeah. My wife as well like grew up on a farm, a dairy farm. So that's kind of uh, something I've been introduced to since I've known her as well. Um, you know, cows and oh. milk, all that kind of stuff, and soy and corn and, you know, stuff like that. So it's kind of interesting. That's what I wanted to know what you guys farm is the fruits and vegetables, right? Yeah, fruit and vegetables. I don't know. We don't, Dairy farmers aren't really farmers, are they? I just kind of thought it was like a petting zoo. <laughs> when you got 150 cows and that's a uh, lot of petting yeah it is a lot of petting <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys still do you guys still when you're not jamming on stage or writing and recording music do you guys still like get out on, in the fields and work 
Uh, not when we when we go back home, we do, or you know, we we help out wherever we can or where they need us. Um, and it was more so a couple of years ago, and then it's kind of dwindled now. But we're not there as often. But you know, we're gonna head home for the holidays as well. So nice. You know, they're they're working, they're doing stuff on the farm. So wherever we can help out, that's where we. And you guys said that you moved to the city then, right? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I think now it's been three years now. We moved. We moved, and uh, you know, it's been a lot different. Uh, you know, uh, there's no space, but it's been good. <laughs> what part of the city you live in? Uh, Upper West Side. Upper West Side. All right. Brandon's a big fan of New York City. Uh, him and his wife Julie have visited there multiple times. They just got married back in October, and their theme of the wedding was. New York City theme, so you guys are kind of speaking the same I language. I did propose to her in New York, so yeah, New York uh, holds a, a special spot for me. I love it. Well, congratulations, yeah. congratulations. Oh, I appreciate that. Great place to do it. No Absolutely. doubt. Absolutely. Was it a tough transition to go from, you know, being on the farm, working the hours, and just the, the, the work ethic to, to, to be in that atmosphere and environment? I'm sure that that trickles over into the, the band ethic, which is pretty strong, you know, but was it a tough transition to go from that lifestyle to a much more just well, very different city that never sleeps, man? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, the, the biggest difference is um, everyone, a lot of people in the music industry really don't go by time. There's never anything on time. It's kind of lax. And uh, <laughs> yeah. on farming and stuff like that, you know, you're up early. Things have to be done by a certain time. You know, um, and the music industry is a lot different. And so we had to get used to that. In the city, we had to get used to, uh, you know, I, you're used to a daily schedule, I guess, on farming. And the city was kind of threw us to a loop because we weren't on a strict schedule. You know, and for some people, that could be dangerous. So we had to kind of recoup and try to make our own schedule when how, we moved. How do you adapt to that? Like, what do you, what kind of steps do you have to take? Um, actually, we designate like certain times to do certain things. Now, our streak, we like it structured. So, you know, if we, if we work out, we'll do it in the morning. But we have like, you know, personal uh, practice time. Then we have band live rehearsals. Then we have we have to write, you know. So we try to designate times to kind of keep us on a structured schedule. What did your family think about the move into music? We're fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, we, our family actually had... Uh, we never grew up with music only, I mean, listening to it. So we grew up with our dad playing records to us and, you know, 45s and giving us some musical education that way. But uh, we had never picked up an instrument or anything. And uh, kind of caught them by surprise. Yeah, they, they were wondering how the hell we came up with something like this and why we thought we could be successful at it, you know? Well, you guys have definitely proven that there's success to be had with the band now. Council, how long has the band been around for? Um, I, I mean, it's, I, I, it existed before we could play an instrument. So I think, you know, I would say like seven years and probably taking it a lot more seriously the last three years, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, you know, before we could even play an instrument, you know, that was a big debate of like coming up with the name. And then, you know, well, lot, it took about two years to shit talk the hell, you know, out of everyone in our town to tell them how great we were. <laughs> and then after they got old, we had, then we realized we might want to start practicing and actually learn how to play the instrument. So that took a little bit of time. But <laughs> So the band is made up of three people, which is obviously you three brothers. Is there anyone else in the band that either fills in in the recording process or on stage, or is it the three of you, the core of council? Uh, it's just the three of us. Yeah. Um, we're going to probably pick up a bass player uh, sooner or later. Yeah, for live shows. For live shows, but, you know, recording-wise, Pat does it or Andy does it. Um, you know, but I, I don't think we'll ever take the core out. You know, I don't think we'll actually add someone who will have that much input necessarily. Right. As, as we go down. We have a pretty good process going right now. It's an interesting dynamic. Think... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. It's an interesting dynamic. We've talked to to bands and artists on the pod before, um, you know, where they are in a band with their brother or cousin, but to have a band that is literally made up of family, the three of you guys, brothers, that is the core of counsel, you don't see that often. I mean, what is it like to be in a band 
with your brothers, all three of you? It's good. I mean, it's good and bad, I guess. it's We try to remind ourselves how lucky we are that we get to work together on a daily basis, you know, and be around each other. But it, it also creates a lot of tension. We Yeah, we get on each other's nerves. Obviously, you're going to fight a lot, as brothers would do anyway. But right. then, you know, creatively, we all we all – you know, have slightly different tastes or where we feel a song should go. Um, and frankly, we all feel like the other two should quit, but if they didn't look like, you know, if they didn't look like, you know, I would love to get rid of Doug if I could, but he looks like me and I figured that's a good, you know, good thing to have. He could just show up to a show and say he's you and, and no one would really know. That, that, that is true. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm convinced Doug's just getting off on calling himself the lead singer when I'm not around. (laughs) So how often do ass whoopings get handed out? I mean, do you guys fight or how do you guys handle problems? We're we're pretty comfortable with each other. So it's very easy for an argument to escalate quickly Mm -hmm. because you're, you're still comfortable with that person. It's not like you've never fought him or thrown a punch at him. So it doesn't take much. When you guys were younger, did you guys get along well? Yeah, we've always got along well. Um, you know, otherwise, I don't think you have to convince, you know, two, whoever started this had to convince you two others to jump on. Yeah. You know, so obviously we got along well enough to do that. But, uh, you know, as with any brothers, we're, you're going to fight. And, you know, we, we bicker and bitch a lot, to <laughs> say the least. I am a middle child, so I have a younger brother, older sister. And when I was younger... My, my younger brother, Nick, um, we fought like crazy. It, it, you know, it was brotherly love, as you guys all know and understand. But as Nick and I grew older, obviously we matured and, and we found better ways to approach one another when we disagree. But w- our bond and, and, and the love that we have for each other as brothers has really grown. Um, it, I would assume that the three of you guys kind of went through that evolution yourselves but has the band brought you guys closer than what you could have ever accomplished without being in the band does that make sense yeah Yeah, i I think it has yeah i think i think you on a daily basis when you see the grind and you see how hard each person's working um the fact that we're all in it for a specific goal which happens (laughs) to benefit all three of us um you know i think it draws you closer because it's a different aspect that if we we're working together with each other in the band all the time. You wouldn't necessarily appreciate in one another. And we created something out of nothing together. Yeah. So, you know, if you think about it, like you know, our struggles and everything, there was no band before. None of the things that, you know, councils at least started, uh, you know, accomplished were never there before. Right. So it's good to see that, you know, time goes on. So was one of you more musically gifted than the others or more driven to be in the band or start the band than the others like who was who was the main like person to get this thing going um i I can tell you exactly what it was andy (laughs) i'm still bitter about this Uh, (laughs) so andy had uh uh, i think a garage sale fender or something he'd never really played it at all just sat there um and this is when doug and i left i think a year andy's a year behind us so we left already to go to college and uh so i saw he came to college with us i saw it just sitting there picked it up learned the open strings which anybody can do in like 10 minutes yeah of course it took me a day a little <laughs> bit slow, but long story short he took it from me claimed that he had been practicing and it was his guitar <laughs> and you know we at that time we were watching oasis i think oasis and the music was on like a rewind or something and we're like you know andy mentions like we should be a band you know, that's kind of how it all came together. His selfishness, not letting me play a guitar that was just <laughs> sitting there. And then Doug chose his instrument of drums, leaving me on the bass. All This all happened so quickly. I was just like, what the hell? I'm a bass player now? It's kind of like I, when... I just wanted to strum a guitar. It's kind of it's like when, you know, like when you're in a group of people and like somebody has to take out the trash or whatever it is. And like everyone goes, not me, and puts like their finger on their nose and the last person has to be the one to... <laughs> It's kind of like what happened Absolutely. with you guys and your instruments, huh? Yeah, it, it is. I got let. Everyone knows the bass player. You know, no one likes the bass player. They never get late. <laughs> no one says, "Oh, I got to, I got to screw the bass player. Get out of the way, everybody." <laughs> never. Happened. Well, it, but, and you know, I took. Go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say, I took it in stride. I was comfortable. If you're going to, you know, Andy claimed the guitarist, I was more than comfortable to let him prove that he, you know, deserved to be the lead guitarist. And, and, and I always had that over him because they both chose their instruments. So whenever they complain, I always let them know. You chose that. Exactly. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys were saying, you know, when we first started chatting here on the pod, that you kind of came up with, the idea of being in a band and even the band name before you really had anything else, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. What we, we ask this question a lot and, and actually um, we just had an interview in an episode with Tom May from the Menzingers. And one thing Tom gets asked the question a lot, what does Menzinger Menzingers mean? And and Tom gets pretty witty when people ask him that question. He usually makes up something, you know, something. Every funny. time it's a different story, a different fake, you know. Some artists anecdote <laughs> about how the the name came about. Some artists don't like being asked that question. Brandon and I play in a few bands, and and we don't mind being asked that question. So we're gonna ask you guys, what brought you all to pick the name Council for the band? What, what is there significance behind that? Especially since you picked the name of the band before anything else really came about. Uh, yeah, I'll take that one. T. Diddy here. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so the name we had actually, we had discussed this, you know, coming up with a name, couldn't come up with anything. Um, and then coincidentally, we were being evicted from our apartment. And this is where our, the guitar incident happened. We were being evicted. I had come up with some bullshit reason why I thought we didn't deserve to be evicted. Um, <laughs> and actually, the manager of the apartment said, let me take it to the council. Let me her council. <laughs> Um, and I was like, I looked at Doug and Andy. I didn't really care about the eviction at that point. I was like, wow, that's a pretty good, we, maybe we should use that name. And then we, we kind of like molded over and we're like, you know, if we spell it differently, it makes more sense. Cause we all make decisions. We're like, you know, that that's half the battle right there. Right. That, that's done. So let's go get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> On our money. But we yeah, should have used to pay rent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how it came about. Uh, and the, it is the important uh, two syllables. Yeah, you need two syllables if you're in a band. If you want people to chant the right way, yeah. it doesn't get awkward. That's a good point. Uh, you know, I haven't really thought about that, but you're right. If you want people to kind of participate and really get the chant going for the band name, yeah, you got to have multiple syllables going on. So you guys have really put a lot of thought into this, and, and I definitely appreciate that. Were there other considerations for band names that you guys were mulling over? You know, I think I think there's a steel shop in our town called Crucible. Okay. So we mull over that one for a little bit, but I had too many syllables, and then you know we're not like heavy metal. And I think (laughs) if someone heard that name and you saw three of us, you'd be like, "Eh, it doesn't really match. You'd be very disappointed. Yeah. (laughs) Well, council definitely fits. Yeah, we wanted to use our last name, but fucking Hanson ruined it for the rest of us. uh, (laughs) Hanson and Joe. Yeah. So now we clearly we have to avoid any type of, uh, you know, uh, relating to those type of bands. So they, you know, I, I would have loved Both pairs of sisters got their names before us. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Van Halen. Yeah, sons of bitches. Um, so Bra- yep. Brandon will definitely be able to chime in on this next question because I know he's a big fan. But as I was looking around your social media pages and just, again, trying to get as much insight into the band before our interview, I found that you two is one of your guys's favorite or like most inspirational bands. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. Yep. So right. what, do you guys have a favorite song from you two favorite album, anything like that? We celebrate their whole collection. <laughs> what draws you to you two? Um, it's just, uh, I think we, we just like uh, pretty much all their songs. I mean, you have some favorites maybe, but uh, like, you know what it is? is uh, we saw it at an early age, and we appreciate the big sound, like Where the Streets Have No Name, the arena-type sound, the yeah. lead singing of uh, Bono. Um, and when you look at like the way they've handled their career, the longevity, the fact that they've stuck together, and uh, you know it's something that you want to emulate. So as you get along in your career, you start looking back, and you're like, I would love to do what they've done, and you know, kind of, you know, use them as kind of like a, a standard to achieve something. You know, obviously there's still 
people don't realize it, but they're still the biggest band in the world. They still have the biggest yeah. tour in the world that just came out. Yeah. So it's uh, it's one of those things that you you know that inspires you to work hard. Yeah, and you two even they've been around for a long time. It actually is kind of surprising when you think about how long they've been around and their success and being able to maintain that's pretty difficult. Um, but you two even kind of paves the way for utilizing the new mediums and technology within the music industry. I remember, you know, they were like one of the first artists to, to like perform at the end of one of Apple's keynotes, you know, speeches when they were releasing one of the many iPhones. Well, they, do you remember when uh, they pissed a lot of people off putting their album onto the iPhone? If right. you had an iPhone, <laughs> right. you automatically got yep. that new U2 album, Songs of Innocence. Yeah, that did piss a lot of people off. <laughs> I, I, I thought, I mean... It's fucking free music. What? Well, I don't understand that. People are getting pissed off about free music. It. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. God forbid a rock and roll Hall of Fame band gives you free music. All you have to do is not download it. Don't spend your days complaining about it. I mean, that just seems absurd. Right. I, and and there there are people that go to extreme distances and extents to acquire music illegally, improperly, however, however you want to approach that. You know, so you have people that are going to these different levels to get free music, and then it's actually the same people that are bitching given to when... you for free, and, and and now you're pissed. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the album was shit. <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming from I mean, people that love you yeah, too. I love you too. You know, so I I get it. If it, if someone complained and goes, I don't want that pile of shit on my phone. I appreciate they gave it away for free, but it's shit. I would at least enjoy it, get a giggle and be like, yeah, they have a point. You know, but to say, oh, I woke up and there's some free music there. You, you know, know how to solve the problem? Please. Delete it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It ain't yeah. that fucking it's the hard. It's with people giving out their emails. They think they're giving out their social security by giving out an email. Just fucking don't look at the spam. Right. Who cares? Right. I got 30,000 of them. I'm not losing sleep over it. <laughs> so, council just recently was listed in Apple Music's Jumpstart and Breaking Alternative playlist. So congratulations uh, with that. that. That's pretty awesome. What do you guys think about all that? Thank yeah, you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was a very exciting. Uh, a lot of emails went on between Doug and I and Apple, and um, you know we, we pested the shit out of them, but in the end, it, we were fortunate enough to be added to their playlist. Yeah, we didn't expect to get added uh, a couple playlists in the radio. That was uh, very surprising. Very surprising. I mean, what's it like? So we were very grateful. How does it feel? I mean, your your name is is right next to Sublime and and the Violent Femmes and the Strokes and ACDC and Queen. I mean, what's it feel it's like? Amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Especially because we don't have. We're the only ones that don't have a record deal. So it kind of. Yeah. I don't know. It's very. It's pretty cool. It feels organic. You know, it's nice. There, there's no doubt, and, and there's this there's this resurgence of that DIY mentality in music, and bands like Council, like you guys, are super inspiring to to me and Brandon, and, and to, I'm sure, your fans, and, and to those who will come to, you know, get to know you guys as you continue to do what you do. What are your plans to maintain that kind of mentality. Do you have plans to to kind of keep that approach? Oh man, plans are to sell out, man, like everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I you know, none of us uh having the structure of like a label or something, of course, you know, that's your ultimate goal is to, right. to be able to do your dream project, you know, put out an album, but uh for for the short term and the what we plan on is continue busting our ass. We have actually uh you know, you guys have the EP with the three songs, but we have a right. new EP finishing up that we plan to release in the new year. Oh, and nice. And then, you know, yeah, so we're really excited about that and, uh, you know, continually uh, tour more often, you know, get it up and down the Northeast. Uh, we actually scheduled Las Vegas in April and, uh, you know, really bust our ass until we get these, these industry people to really pay attention and, uh, you know, hopefully we utilize the partnership and, and get our name out there nationally. You guys are like really ending 2016 on such a strong, powerful note. So I can only imagine what's going to happen in 2017 with the kind of momentum that you have. And we'll talk a little bit more about that momentum in a moment. But before we leave the topic of you guys being on Apple Music's playlist, Jumpstart and Breaking Alternative, um, we're, 
as Brandon mentioned, you're alongside bands like Sublime and Queen and ACDC. Are there any artists on either of those playlists that you guys saw that you just really love or look up to that kind of feels surreal that your your band name that you've worked so hard to to get together that you're alongside them? Is there anyone on there that really kind of blows your mind? Uh, Queen, I would say Queen, um, Foo Fighters. Uh, I mean, literally the Strokes. Strokes yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Strokes. I mean, cause these are all bands that we've listened to a million times, and for different reasons, we'd like to emulate or take something from everyone who's successful, and you can appreciate their creativity and their talent. And uh, I think when you see those names that you've thrown around so many times, and we've all watched together and stuff, and let's just say there's a lot of screenshots and a lot of uh, excitement <laughs> about our name being to those. So, yeah, you it's, know, it's a big achievement. Happened a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so congrats well, again on that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Seriously, you guys are you guys are doing it, man. Well, and, and to be honest, you know, um, the whole reason why all of us, the five of us are talking right now is because I saw counsel on one of those playlists. And, you know, I had. I'd never heard of you guys before, you know, no, no, no lies or anything. I'd never heard of you guys before. And, you know, I wanted, I love hearing new music. So, you know, I, I think it was Rust the Gold that I heard first and put it on. And it, the music just blew me away because it is, it's approaching the new uh, alternative is a great way to put it, but it's approaching all the, the music kind of like the 1975 like they're doing things right now I really like that band I think that they're doing some new stuff while still maintaining some good roots in music and you guys are right there with them and and I can only imagine the, the kind of boost that that presence has given you guys have you noticed anything because of it first of all thank you that was highly complimentary yeah. and uh, very flattering um very nice of you. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I, I think um, one is from some industry people just kind of taking notice. And also, I, I think it's translated to um, fans, too, who, who realize that Apple's a big deal. And then also, right. you know, on different playlists, different uh, platforms like Spotify. And, right. Um, I think they take notice when you get when you get placed on a bigger playlist and they happen to help us along. And, you know, today we just actually uh, a couple hours ago just got placed on a huge playlist in netherlands from spotify so no way i can't help but think it's been related yeah very fortunate and uh just so it's a really big playlist a lot of followers and uh um, we're very fortunate and i think it's all kind of feeding into itself and the best you can do is just be ready for it and uh you know this is what you work hard for is to show everyone you know that you got some music you want them to hear and you know for us that's the case so let's transition a little bit and talk about the debut EP that you guys released, Rust of Gold. So when did when was the official release of, of this EP? Uh, November 4th Okay, was the official release. And we have the three tracks on it then, right? Yes. Yep. So we've got Rust of Gold, All For You, Rise Above It All. Is there a track of those three that you guys kind of like more than the others, just one that stands out to you three as brothers, as musicians, as fans of music? If you can separate yourself from being in the band. Good question. I'm, I'm more apt to say one that my least favorite maybe <laughs> would be Rise Above It All. And that's just because uh, more than anything, just because the way it plays live and everything, it's just very hard to put energy out Yeah. with that song. And we've, we've tried it different ways and everything. We Even when we were recording it, it was like, what works, what doesn't? So I would say that one, just because the history and the problems it's given us yeah. uh, would be my least favorite. I, on a side note, uh, I think it plays well now. <laughs> yeah, it does. You don't have to. I'm sure no one's going to worry about it. If I go to a live show, Doug says it's rise above it all is intact. They're playing it great, so I'm so excited. I can't believe it's called now. I know. But so um, I would say all for you. All for you. That's who you're going to go for? I, no, because, I mean, Rust of Gold in its form is big and sounds good, and I, I appreciate that. But I'm saying all for you, I feel like there's a lot more uh, lyrical content, uh, emotion. I know there's going to – it seems like people are going to relate more to it. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, that, that would probably be my choice. I yeah, can agree with that. So what yeah. does the phrase Rust to Gold mean to you guys? Why use that as not only your debut EP – title but also having a, a 
a song named after the EP. What 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 is the significance for you guys? It's basically just going from uh, nothing to something. You know, we've uh, you know our, our whole life as far as growing up farming and everything else. You hope for something better, you know, and that's what you work hard for. And the song just kind of represents that for us. Basically, the the future that you know is ahead of us, and we're hoping for better things. And and I think everybody can kind of relate to that, basically. No doubt. It's that you, you, know, you work hard and you want things to work out and get better. I think all those songs had that, had that line to them where it's that dark optimism, you know, where you realize that you're not where you want to be. You know, shit's kind of shitty. And, you know, you, you're looking forward to the future and busting your ass for that future. And so that, that kind of like has that feeling in all the songs, actually. So you talked about kind of what you you wanted to you know accomplish or what it means to you. Do you you guys have a tour lined up to to kind of back this up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no yeah you guys looking right to now. to to go out on the road and 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 you know kind of spread that message of, of Rust to Gold and what it means to Council or or what are your plans on it? Oh uh, yeah, I think. Well, I mean, I think in the new year, especially, we'll be from our hometown from Syracuse now down. You know up and down, you know, probably the Northeast, we're, we're going to start booking more shows. Um, uh, we have to make our way down to Atlanta. We're actually going to perform at uh, Turner Broadcasting or TNT. Um, so, you know, it's definitely, I think, you know, getting those songs out there, it's definitely now you can, you can tour behind it. And that's, you know, that's what you're asking basically. But yeah, being like Northeast tours right now, and especially because we'll have a follow-up EP as well. So, uh, you know, we're going to put a lot of effort into that as well, you know, kind of promoting it. And doing more social media, I think, for yeah. us is important, especially an upcoming band. We've kind of shied away from social media. Frankly, we just didn't care enough to do the YouTube stuff or whatever. But, right. uh, you know, it's, it's definitely important nowadays. Yeah, it's relevant. You have to do it now. And something else I wanted to ask, too, and this is something that Angelo and I have talked to numerous different bands about. Um, and this goes along with kind of where we all stand in 2016, moving into 2017. You've released an EP, and you're talking about releasing another EP. Uh, so kind of a two-part question. Number one, why EPs and not a full-length album? And number two, do you ever plan on releasing a full-length LP? Um, good well, question. Yeah, good question. Uh, first of all, uh, a full-length LP is just really expensive. Especially, yeah. you know, if you're... Okay. It's just not doable. Um, yeah, and also it would be, you know, especially in our situation, if you did a whole EP, I think promoting like we would release Rust to Gold and maybe have one or two more singles off the LP, but it'd be far more um, tough to actually focus in on certain songs, get the media uh, attention, you know, the playlist love that you would want off of that. You just would never get your money's worth, especially because yep. you're being, you're not a known band, essentially. You Spreading yourself too thin, basically, or, or what do you mean? I couldn't hear what you said. You like say? spreading yourself too thin, as in you know when you got yeah, something that's yeah, exactly. twelve tracks, you're not able to focus your attention on on promoting them or or making them um, appear the way you want to to the public. Yeah, and and I think with newer bands or new music, people don't have the patience. That's why so many people right. are you know start off in cover bands because people don't have patience <laughs> for new. You're right. You know it in new music, so. If we're, you know, to come out unknown and, and do a, a 15-song LP, who's going to really sit through that? You know, even, it could be the best album in the world. I don't think you can get my mom even sit through that. So, and that's <laughs> no, no, I hear what you mean. time went on, you know, you realize is that people, you're going to get short bursts of uh, the, the attention span, and you got to make the most of that when you have their attention. And then once you get a little, your foot in the door and a little bit more, then you can, you know, then you can make that LP. But it, until that happens, you just got to keep coming with you know, your best songs, you know, keep doing it. Honestly, it fast for people. Yeah, honestly, I mean, it, what you're saying makes total sense. Yeah, it's it's, it's the best approach. And I think that, honestly, I think that's why you guys have had such good success so far. And, and again, I keep mentioning the word momentum. And again, I want to talk a little bit about that momentum after we play a song here in a moment. But your momentum is strong. It's definitely not plateauing. You guys are kind of everywhere right now and 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 getting to more places so it's really exciting to see that um in your infancy now where do you guys record are you guys doing this yourself um the, so the actual ep was done in la at east west studios um nice on sunset 
oddly enough, though, we actually used some yeah. cuts from that we had recorded in our bedroom at the farm. Some of those actually made the final cut. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. So it is cool when we listen to it. You're like, wow! It's, we went from some of this was recorded in L.A. at this amazing studio, and then some of it was in our bedroom out at the farm. You know, so it's, it's kind of neat. So what we want to do right now, guys, is we've been talking about the debut EP, Rust to Gold. So what we want to do right now for our listeners and for your fans is we want to play the track Rust to Gold in its entirety for everybody. You guys cool with that? Yeah, yeah. great. Awesome. Brandon, what do you think? Let's roll. All right, everybody. So without further ado, it is my pleasure to play in its entirety from the debut EP, Rust to Gold, the track Rust to Gold. Let's do it. So that was Rust to Gold by Council. Brandon, I ask you every time, usually. Usually. What what'd you think? I'm in love, man. I, I love it. I think uh the fact that you're you're you are doing this kind of uh you know, the self promotion thing. It's all around. It's uh what you guys are doing is something that a lot of people aspire to be doing. So I give you guys nothing but props on, on everything that's going on. 
do do you guys have any other insight or anything else you want to kind of mention about the EP or track Rust of Gold before we move on since we just heard it? Um, well, our, our producer, Justin Gray, was, I just want to give a shout out to him because he was actually uh, absolutely amazing with these songs and uh, yeah. um, a very patient man. And uh, especially for people like us who, you know, tend to fuck things up and we can bicker <laughs> between each other. He had a good vision of what we wanted. And, uh, you know, I give him a ton of credit and Mark Neem as well for mixing, uh, which is very fortunate to be surrounded by good people and um, had a good vibe and a good time and uh, created something that we're all pretty proud of. Awesome. So we've mentioned it a couple times, this momentum that Council has right now, um, which is impressive. Now, you guys kind of alluded to a new EP coming out. And when I was writing these questions, I wasn't um, familiar that you guys had something kind of in the works. So I was wondering what the question really was, is how are you going to keep this momentum going with this kind of pace and speed and success? So now that you've kind of mentioned that there's some new music coming down the pipeline, can you share any kind of details about it? Do, do you have any track titles, EP titles, how many songs, uh, sure, anything? Absolutely. So, yeah, we we do. Um, and, and your question was right on. That's exactly how you maintain momentum. This, this has kind of been planned out as a two-part release, you know, and um, for that very reason is to not let things low and to keep, you know, our band's name on people's mind. Um, so the, the title of the EP is going to be The World is on Fire. Awesome. And, um, yep. And, uh, and the first track, The World is on Fire, you don't get very creative here. So <laughs> I, don't, EP, but I could tell you the first track is an upbeat rock song. It's an anthem. It's, uh, you know, it's, um, I'll relate it to, um, for, because we talked about you two earlier, kind of like a vertigo. Okay. Um, but definitely a more catchy chorus. Um, and, uh, and I think, you know, for people who weren't sold on what we did in the first EP, we're just think it was rock enough. Yeah, this will definitely get them. And we also threw in a pop rock song in there as well called You Always Be In My Heart. Awesome. And, uh, it's just it's just straight, catchy pop rock. and uh, With a great drum hook. And yeah, and uh, it's, uh, <laughs> we're, we're quite proud of it. You know, we're excited about it. And hopefully that really puts things, you know, puts it over the edge and people get really excited about the band. When are you planning on releasing this? For all of us that are impatiently waiting for the next EP, when's it coming out? Um, I, I think we're we're shooting probably like maybe February. Honestly, oh, okay. I oh, mean, real I don't soon. Know. Killer. You guys think it should come? I, yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> honestly, really, what it is is uh, as long as the momentum keeps building, we're just going to be smart enough to hold it off. There you go. Yep. You know, I, I think we'd be crazy to set a release date. Because we, it, the momentum is like you're saying, it's been building. So I think as it builds, we'll push it back a little bit further um, just to cr- make the most of it. And that's really, especially when you're releasing yourself, you have to make the most out of every single thing that comes your way. Milk it till there's nothing left, yeah. but always mm-hmm. have something ready to go once that's done. And that's exactly what we're going to do. I really dig the way that you guys approach the, the band kind of like a business. I mean, a band is a business and that's not a bad thing. I mean, you, you have to be, you know, cognizant of what you're doing, when you're doing it, how it's getting to people, especially in such a diluted, desensitized society. So I, I really love yeah. the way you guys are approaching that. Are you going to I, I know that there's no date on the release of the EP. Do you have a single that you're planning on releasing prior to that EP or do you at least have a single in mind? And if so, what is the, the title of, of that track? Is it the title track? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it will be the world is on fire. Yep, that definitely is going to be the release. Um, you know, we actually debated uh, we debated speeding that one up to actually release it before Rust the Gold. Just we really love the song. It's upbeat, fast. Uh, you know, it just but it ended up being you know recorded later on. But uh, yeah, so it's going to be the world is on fire. We're really excited about it, and uh, it's our producer's favorite one. I know that. Yeah, awesome. You'll have to keep us in the loop, and when things are going to start to hit uh, the internet and everything, give us a heads up. We'd love to have you guys back on and talk more about the upcoming EP and some of those uh, new tracks that are coming down the pipeline. So looking back, awesome. So looking back on 2016, guys, what are your some of your favorite moments from like the band perspective from this last year? 
Um, recording, obviously. They hated all of it. <laughs> I, I think just, I mean, we released, uh, I think, uh, we went through a lot of shit um, to release this, like to, to figure out how to release it and do it ourselves. I think, you know, when we, we finally face in the mirror and go, we're going to have to do this ourselves and, and, and do all, you know, do the work and everything. And I think just releasing it, even though later in the year, I think, you know, made it the best part of 2016 for me. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's because when you really, you realize no one's going to do it for you and you have to figure out a way to make it work. You know, I think you we just assume these things get done, but then when, when it comes your time, you realize that it, someone's got to actually do it. Right. And it turned out, you know, it actually got. I, 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 this is a little lesson I learned, and this is what I could never figure out is, but you ban so many bands, they'll have an EP, they'll release something. And the fact that we discussed this, I'm surprised no one else doesn't, but I thought to myself when it had been brought up that we should release something, I said, why the fuck am I going to release something? No one gives a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what would be the point to me putting money in a release when I know a handful of people are going to listen to it, and then I'm just going to be telling everyone how great it is, and it's like, I feel like I'm, I could have just given it away and saved myself the money. Right. So it, when you go through that, you realize is once we actually released it, I understood, okay, if you release people, at least their ears per perk up when you say, oh, I have released it, and they'll give it a listen. And, uh, you know, for me personally, I would just say after the thousandth email that I sent to someone and finally got on some playlists and got feedback, then I think that, that would be the highlight for me is kind of proving to myself that we could release something and be successful. A lot of bands want to be kind of where you guys are at right now, which, again, is – where you have the momentum, the wind is in your sails, but you're doing it yourselves. And that's what a lot of bands don't want to do. They want the shortcut. They want somebody to just automatically make them rock stars. But from talking to you guys here and from what I know from listening to the music, I mean, it's clear that as we kind of referenced at the beginning of the podcast, the, the work ethic that exists in you know, people who work on farms and use their hands and people like in the service industries and stuff like that work ethic is clearly, clearly existing in this band. Would you agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's that's the main aspect of our band. We're not the most talented people, um, you know, definitely ever to take up an instrument. And uh, if we just work hard, we're persistent and we work hard. That's, those are the two things that drive this band. Basically, every day we wake up and we realize that and for all the bands listening that want someone else to help them. You're the only one who's going to wake up and care about your band and actually try to move your band forward. So, you know, I, I think you have to put it in the back of your mind that someone's going to help you. Say, I'm going to help myself first. If help comes along, great. If not, I got to make it happen. That's the attitude you have to have nowadays. So let's, let's do something here real quick. So if we were to be talking this time next year and we were to ask you what your favorite moments of 2017 were, what do you hope to be able to say? Getting signed. Yeah, like a probably deal. a record deal. Yeah. Yeah, a record deal or, or, or finishing touches on our debut uh, album. Now, we wanted to have a little fun here as, as we're kind of climbing down to the end of this podcast, uh, this particular episode with Council. And again, we're super thrilled that you guys are on here. So we wanted to have a little fun, get into the Christmas spirit a little bit. So... What Brandon and I did was we created a Reeves Secret Santa, and um, we we picked each of you guys to be a secret. It's not a secret anymore, but uh, <laughs> to be a secret Santa for for, for each one of you, your, you know, your brothers. So um, what we want you to do is I'm just going to say who has who, and I want that person to just say what you would buy that that person, your brother, for, for Christmas. Sound good? Yeah. All right, so first up, Patrick, you've got Doug. What are you getting, Doug? Uh, a box of diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough. He's a baby Gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Doug, you've got Andy. Um, I don't know. What are you getting, Doug? When did I get Andy? <laughs> Well, you're pretty clean. I can get him anything this year if you no. thought about it. I don't know. Maybe a pair of sunglasses. You've only you got really a couple days left to make this happen, guys. I mean, we're trying to give you a jump yeah, start. Yeah. I, I don't know. Probably a pair of sunglasses. He thinks he's Mr. Hollywood. What kind? Are, yeah. we, are we a Ray-Ban guy like Brandon? I'm a fan of Maui Jim. Their lenses are the best. But what, what kind of sunglasses are we thinking? 
um, I don't know, whatever the, the gas station Sunoco has. <laughs> Fake Oakley looking. There you go. There you yeah. Go. Perfect. And uh, our final Secret Santa, if you guys, are for those paying attention or keeping track, there's only so many options at this point. So, <laughs> Andy, you've got Pat. What are you getting, Pat? Um, can I buy talent? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I love this. Like, it just reminds me so much of the relationship I have with my younger brother. I loved it. It's consistent, so I appreciate it. <laughs> so that was that was the secret Santa. Um, hopefully, you guys do follow through on your gifting um, ideas, and you're welcome for us kind of giving that um, that mention for you. What about uh, did you guys? Are you guys getting each other gifts? You know what? I'm not used to people asking <laughs> me the questions. Um, <laughs> I guess I haven't really considered it. No. Um, I don't think I'm going to get you anything, Brandon. I'm sorry. Well, that's nice, you dick. <laughs> um, I've got your $5,000 gift already purchased. Well, you hopefully know, you know, it's wrapped, too, whatever. so that you have to give it to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe maybe I'll think about it, guys, and, and maybe we'll send something out your way, too. Um, now, we what we want to do right now, I'm curious to see which one of you would want to participate. Now, um, I'm going to let Brandon kind of describe this. He's always the one to kind of bring this up, but um, we, we're going to need one of the three of you to participate in. It's an award-winning podcast segment. Uh, we've got Brandon. Exclusive what? to yeah, the like 55 different awards for this uh, amazing segment that we created. Um, A potty. Uh, hopefully know. you guys can sense the sarcasm, but Brandon, go ahead and explain to them this segment so we can uh, check it out. All right. So uh, starting from the very first, time we broadcast a podcast um, we have this segment called lyrics as a poem so what you do and it's super complicated you take lyrics that you wrote and read them to us as a poem now when i say read them as a poem you're not going to read them like this you're going to read them as sensual and as as sexual as you possibly can and you read those lyrics Engage the audience with lyrics that you wrote. Who's stepping up to do that? You, you, it's a whole song. No, no, just, no, 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 just a verse, <laughs> just a verse or a chorus. Those, those are know. wordy songs. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Brandon forgot to kind of put that in there and not scare the shit out of you. No, we. Yeah, no, just a verse or a chorus or something. Yeah, we're like looking that, for know? just a little verse, chorus, just to get a sense of how you guys do um, with with the 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 poetry side of your lyrics. All right. Um, so, see, um, I'll do a verse. I'll do the verse. This is this is Pat. Just I'm sure you guys haven't got the voice recognition. Yet. <laughs> and what's just um, name the 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 song that you're doing, and when you're done, let us know because we we get so like engaged with it. We we want it to keep going. So let us know when you're done and what the song's gonna be. You, so it's just so I'm clear here. This is just me being an idiot doing sensual poetry. Uh, essentially, of your own yeah. lyrics. Yes. Yep. Essentially. Yep. All right. It's gonna be very difficult not to do it. All right. Um, so, am I telling you the song ahead of time? Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's do all for you, and we'll do the verse. Awesome. If, if I can remember it, I'm probably gonna pull the lyric sheet, but I'll, I'll do the best <laughs> I can. That's that's my problem too. I can never remember lyrics that I wrote. It's crazy. It's a common. Thing. Every time we do lyrics as a poem, more times than not, the the person we're talking to is concerned about remembering. So do your best. We're not we're not tracking. A simple heads up. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. I, I, here we go. I was doomed from the start, and I held my regrets. I was covered in dark. And I wore it like death. But I got a heart that beats in this chest. And my closet's full for days. Ooh. Nice. How's that? Nice. Yes. Hey, I, love, I like that. I kind of got a little bit of like a Johnny Cash in there almost for some reason. Yeah. 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 I really did. I, I just, All right. He has a soulful, uh, you know, way with his words. So, um. 
Awesome. Thank you that for part- excellent. Yeah, thank you for participating in oh. in that award-winning uh, segment, lyrics as a poem. So nicely done. All right, gentlemen. So. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So we are, unfortunately, we're at the end of episode 20 uh, with Council, with you guys. So We're all bef- best friends now, too. We absolutely are. Yeah. By, we are yeah. before, before we actually... BFF. Yeah. <laughs> let's all get tattoos. Um, before, <laughs> before we actually uh, give you guys the floor to kind of just plug a little bit, are you guys planning on coming to Pittsburgh for any shows? We'd love to meet up at some time. I, I think that's more of an invitation. Now we will definitely. Now we are. Yeah. Hell yeah. Please. Yes. We, we're glad to have you here. Seriously, if you guys are looking to get into the city, we, we know some people. Let us know. We'd be glad to try to work some things out and, and get the music here in Pittsburgh. You, you'd be well received. I can tell you that. No doubt. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. We can tell you we'd love to be there. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Hell yeah. All right. Definitely so, something. so before we say goodbye, guys, we want to let you let our listeners and your fans know where they can find the band, anything else that's coming down the pipeline or anything that you feel everyone should be keeping on their radar. So kind of give us a last minute kind of plug. All right. Uh, well, our home website is councilband.com. You can find us on Facebook at councilband three, uh, Twitter, you can find us council underscore band um, and make sure to check us out more importantly on Spotify. Yep. You look under just council on Apple music. Just look under council. It's the same for Amazon music, Google play, um, iHeartRadio. So I'll just look under council and we'll be there. Um, also my adult friend finder is big mouth. 808. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to look that up whenever we leave uh, the, <laughs> the podcast and see if you're being serious or not. Um, hey, guys, honestly, thank you so much for giving us your time. I, I'm sure it's tough to coordinate schedules, um, but we really appreciate it. It's been, honestly, a really a really enjoyable experience. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank, thank you. you guys thank so you, much thank for, you having for having us. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Stuff. Stick around. Um, we want to chat real quick off the air. Uh, but everybody, make sure to check out Council. Their debut EP, Rust the Gold, is available essentially everywhere. And once more, thank you guys for being on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Thanks right, a lot. Thank you much. Once again, we want to thank Council for joining us here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Brandon, what's spinning in your thoughts? I cannot wait to meet these dudes. Their music rocks. They rock. Um, I can't wait to have them here in Pittsburgh. Their music needs to be heard here. I'm looking forward to it. And before we go, we want to share a special message with a special person, Brandon. Uh, Yeah, we do. Uh, It is my baby sister Aaron's 21st birthday today. Uh, So I'm sure you're out having fun, Aaron. We just want to tell you um, that we love you and happy birthday. Happy birthday, Aaron. Everybody, make sure you check us out here at the Spinning Thoughts Podcast by going to our website, spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. Signing off from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, this is Angelo. And this is Brandon. We're leaving you from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast World Music Megaplex here at Evergreen Studios. Peace. Peace out. Come on.